Hello and welcome to a Wildcat Scoop podcast. I am your host, Shelby Shear, here with Jason Shear. And we are here today to talk about one of my favorite subjects, Arizona football. Now that the spring game has happened, we are here to answer reader questions about Arizona football. And we're doing it on the ropes. I'm sitting here with stitches in my head. My wife grabbed a hot pan with no oven mitt. Yep. Because she's a tough, tough woman. Um, but not that tough. Not that tough I, uh, because her hand is now... I do have a burn <laughs> on my hand. And it's Look, all... we do it for the sport. The love of the game. It was... Um, Hard edge. They don't have that anymore. It but... was a kitchen mishap. Yeah, we're back. We are back, though, to talk about football. We're so, back. Ready to go. I'm ready. We've got a whole bunch of questions to get through. because This might be one of our longer ones, but... We will start. This looks like almost alphabetical. Nope, not alphabetical. Let's not get crazy. All right. AZ Bear Down asked, can you expand on the defensive line? Have you heard positive things about a few? Wait, I messed up. I have heard positive things about a few guys, but it feels as though we are really thin there. Do me a favor. Don't ever mess up in my presence again. (laughs) I mean, I did grab a hot pan. Sorry. All right. So defensive line. Here's one of the reasons why uh, it feels like Arizona is really thin there. It's because a lot of the guys have been hurt. Um, Keon Bars, who's one of the better linemen in the conference, didn't practice the entire spring ball. So right there, you're missing your best defensive lineman. Um, you know, it, it's J.B. Brown was kind of off and on with his participation. So right there, you're missing a rotation guy. In terms of who Arizona has on its roster contributing, I actually think it'll be pretty good. Um, Jalen Harris, you can obviously expect the big jump from him from last season. He looks good. He's what's to be expected, basically. Uh, Jason Harris has a chance to be a rotation guy. He's put on some good weight. Um, Hunter Eccles is in a defensive lineman. He's more of a rushing, you know, kind of mix it up guy, but he's been awesome. Uh, in terms of guys to, to keep an eye on, uh, I think one of the guys that, you know, I'll kind of touch on two guys here. One of the guys that I've been impressed by is Perry Shand. I think that he has taken a major jump from last season and looks like he'll be a very legitimate part of that defensive line rotation, if not a starter from game one. Uh, I, I like him. And the thing with him is talking to him. He actually, living in Canada, was a basketball player. And a lot of times you can make that adjustment from basketball to football because your footwork is so advanced. And we're seeing his footwork and his agility, and he has put together, or he did put together, a a very nice spring ball. Um, One guy that, you know, I'm a little surprised we're not talking more about is Tilly Savea, the transfer from UCLA. I thought he would come in right away and be dominant, to be honest with you. Um, You know, he looks the part. He has to put on more weight. Um, He's not small by any means. I mean, he's listed at 293, but he has to put on a little bit more weight. And I don't think that he's made the transition as quickly as I expected him. Now, he's still like the second string inside defensive lineman. It's not like he's a lost cause or anything like that. I just thought that maybe he would take a jump faster. But you take a look at those guys and you add Keon Bars and you add, you know, a healthy J.B. Brown and you move some things around and all of a sudden... You know, you have some depth. So I don't think the depth overall is as bad as it feels. And I would actually be surprised if the defensive line uh, wasn't better than it was last season. 
Great. Uh, moving on to AZ Law asks, over under four wins after watching some spring ball. Um, gosh, you know, that, that question's always... I'll say this. I feel better this spring ball than last spring ball. <laughs> I would imagine, yeah. Um, it is a different feeling knowing that Arizona is going to have a competent quarterback. That's worth wins. <laughs> like, you watched spring ball last year, and the feeling was, you know, I'm just going to be blunt, the feeling was this team sucks. Like, at no point, sometimes I'll come home and I'll tell Shelby, I'll be like, yeah, you know, this team, they have a chance. And I don't know if you remember last year, did I ever say that? No. No. So <laughs> it was like, I, you knew right away, like right away, this team wasn't going to be good. Now, I don't know how good Arizona is going to be. I think in Vegas, it'll be like three and a half wins. Um, but I feel better about them than I did before spring ball. Like, I don't think Mississippi State is a guaranteed loss. I don't think San Diego State is a guaranteed loss or North Dakota State. You know, I, I do think that they can beat some teams out of conference in their ridiculous schedule. I don't think there's like a... a at a conference game where I'm like, oh man, they're going to get murdered. Now, there's still some major gaps in talent. The offensive line worries me. I think it's a work in progress. And you worry about health with the depth. Like we talked about the defensive line just now. It feels a little thin. Um, you know, and, and that's the case. Arizona's not in that position where, you know, if a guy gets hurt, it's next man up type of deal. There's going to be some gaps in talent at certain positions. Wide receiver, it wouldn't be because of the depth at wide receiver is fantastic. But, um, you know, there's going to be drops at certain positions. In terms of over, under, four wins, I think four. I was going to say, I was going <laughs> like, to say four. Yeah, I don't want – can I go over, under, three and a half, and I'll go over three and a half. How about that? Because uh, five wins is a lot, and I don't think – I think four. If you would ask me how many games I predict Arizona will win this season, it's four. Could it win, like, six? If things bounce back, you know, bounce nicely, yes. Could it win like two? I'd be really surprised if this is a two-win football game team. I really would. I, I think that, and, and, and again, it takes time, but there's certain positions where the team just looks different. Quarterback looks different. Wide receiver is dramatically, it was Stanley Berry Hill and a bunch of dudes last year, and I love Stan, and I think Stan is great. Stan would be like the third best wide receiver on this team this year. And so that right now, right there, tells you about the overall upgrade at wide receiver. They've got Keon Barnett, a tight end, who's clearly you know the most talented, may not be the best right now, but the most talented tight end. They have major offensive weapons. In Arizona, if you remember, there were like six or seven games where they went in the fourth quarter within one score, and they just couldn't they score so in the red close. zone, and they were so close. And your hope is that the bump in quarterback play and offense overall changes that, and if it does... Arizona is one of those teams that has the ability to surprise. I'm not ready to say that's going to happen, but if it did happen, it wouldn't be the most shocking thing. Unpredictable at yeah. this time. Yeah. If we had an eight ball, it, it would it say it remains to be seen. Yes. But we'll get there. All right. So uh, this one, I'm really sorry. I believe that it's a Ziangle. Or it kind of looks like AZ. It's AZ Jangle. AZ. I can't see from It's fine. Dis you have burns. You have I do. I'm in distress, guys. Okay. I see it now. AZ Jangle. Sorry. My bad. I'm looking at the screen from an angle. Anyway. Hey, that, rain, that rhymed. Wow. Wow. Anyway, from a development standpoint, 
we hear Jason Harris has really changed his body. Anyone else stand out developmentally? Um, no. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Jason Harris has absolutely changed his body. Uh, it is extremely impressive what he's been able to do physically. Um, in terms of guys that kind of look the part, uh, you know, Perrick Shan is one guy that I, I talked about earlier. He's kind of a guy that, that looks the part a little bit more. One that really sticks out to me is Amon Allen. He's put on, gosh, I think he's put on like 15 pounds or so, or at least it looks like it. And he physically looks much bigger, and his athleticism translates with the weight. Um, he's a guy where I think he's going to have a bigger role than people expect. Um, he's looked really good in spring ball and is a guy to kind of keep an eye on in that regard. So if I had to pick one player, it'd probably be Amon Allen. I mean, everyone's going to look physically better. I think Jordan Morgan is probably in the best shape health-wise that he's been in um, in his career since upon you know arriving to Arizona. Um, I think he looks like he's he's kind of ready to go. But in terms of the jumps, you know, those are the the two guys that that I would look like look at as physically being ready. Isaiah Taylor has got, gained some nice weight as well. Um, I love it. Like I always say, there's you know I don't want to gain weight. And meanwhile, I'm talking about all these guys that gain good weight. Um, but, but uh, you know, Amon Allen is probably the guy that really comes to me because when you see him, he looks different. You almost do a double take and you almost say, oh, you know, who is that? It's Amon Allen. So there you go. And sorry, AZ Jango, my bad. Um, I do know this one because last week he did reply, or the last time we did this, he replied and said I said it right the second time. So it's Pupak underscore scout. Do the guys react differently to Nansen than they did with Coach Brown? Does it seem that they prefer this system? Um, yeah, it, it's it's tough, man. It's practice. I will say this. It is a very different um, coaching style. And what I mean by that is Don Brown and Keith Pazinski, uh, you could hear them for a, a long time. <laughs> you mean they, they were yellers? Uh, which, you know, is fine. It's not a bad thing. It really just depends on the coaching style. Uh, but they were guys where they yelled and the players still respected them and listened to them, but they're old school. Uh, Nansen and Fish and everyone else, they're not screamers. Like, I, I have very rarely, if ever, heard Jed Fish. Now that I think about it, I don't think I've heard Jed Fish um, kind of, like, choose someone out. Wow, so not we're not looking at a Stoops-esque right. person. Right, and I think that if you're looking at, again, it's hard to compare, and you don't know if you'll get an honest answer, but I think the biggest thing is Nansen's defense is allowing players to be more successful. And what I mean by that is it's, it's Don Brown played like no zone, as we know. And that's one of the major reasons why Arizona forced like no turnovers. And you're a lot of times he kept leaving these safeties on an island where even when it was obvious that they couldn't cover a guy, Don Brown was leaving them out to dry. Johnny Nansen is not going to do that. They're playing a lot of zone. They're, they're forcing more turnovers in the spring than they have for, you know, in many springs past. And so in that regard, you know, a defensive player wants to get an interception, wants to recover a fumble, wants to pick six and all that. That is much more likely. And so, I think I don't know if they react well, or I'm sorry, better than they did under Brown. That's kind of hard to say. But in terms of 
preferring the system. I think that there's, you know, if you're a corner, you kind of want to go man-to-man. You'd rather play man-to-man to zone, but you also want to be in line to get more turnovers, and that's what this zone uh, defense is, is able to do. It's also probably like when you get a new boss, you go from like a rigid structure to like your millennial age or a little bit older, very flexible, you do you, but you know, here's a system, how you fit in and getting someone really bought into it versus like being potentially screamed at. Yeah. I but mean, in a good way. Cause Don Brown was great. Like players love Don Brown. They loved him. Just, there's different styles. Yeah. Speaking of adapting, uh, D black 34, how can the team adapt if there is a bad O-line play? Uh, it's tough. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, you know, uh, it's difficult. Hard. If there's bad D-line play, you blitz a little bit more, you get creative. O-line is just really tough. Um, that basically comes down to more quick routes. That comes down to more tight ends up the middle, little, you know, safety valves. And it comes down to uh, a quarterback having the mobility to escape the pocket. And one of Jaden DeLauer's strengths is his ability to get out of the pocket and make things happen. He's actually been very good in those scenarios and if the offensive line is bad uh it's you're just going to see more of them i mean there's no secret recipe if you have a bad offensive line it's it's tough to overcome there's no secret recipe if there was then o-line wouldn't be that important you know but it is really important and if the o-line's bad the the offense is going to suffer and you kind of move around the quarterback and do little quick patterns and try to attack the edges but i mean it's only going to work so much Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hightower5 asks, is Fafita the real deal? I, I thought Noah Fafita was good coming out of high school. The biggest concern with Noah Fafita is his height. He's my height. He's 5'9", if not shorter. So he has some difficulties sometimes with the ball getting batted down at the line. With that being said, I am surprised by how fast he's picked things up. It is extremely impressive to come on this campus with this offensive system and pick it up as quickly. Remember like last spring, we were talking about how Will Plummer didn't have a great grasp. Gunnar Cruz didn't have a great grasp, etc. Noah Fafita understands this offense. It's wild how much he understands this offense. He looks like he's putting in work. It, he looks like a veteran. Uh, his arm strength is probably the best on the team. He can throw. Is he the guy this year? No, it's going to be Jaden Delora, but I will say this. Next season is going to be very interesting if Fafita continues to grow at this pace with Jaden Delora eligible for the NFL draft because 
you can only keep Fafita not playing for so long. Like, I think he is the real deal. If he was 6'1", he probably wouldn't be at Arizona. He's that type of dude where teams don't recruit him because he's 5'7", five, 5'8", five, or whatever. But if he was 6'1", he'd be starting at Alabama in two years. Like, he is absolutely it. the real deal. And Arizona fans should be very excited about where this quarterback room is heading with him, Dorman, all those guys, compared to where it was last year. I'm going to shuffle the questions because there's another question that's uh, related. So South Bay Wildcat asks, everyone seems to say that it's really hard to start at QB as a true freshman. If Fish hadn't managed to land JDL, do you think Fafita would be QB1 or would this have been the McLeod show? Uh, another question that's tough to answer because Jordan McLeod has had a pretty good camp. He took the two snaps. He switched it with Noah back and forth. Um, you know, I'm always of the... It depends what Jed Fish's mentality is. My mentality be my mentality would be to start the younger guy and build from there. Start him as a freshman, let him undergo those growing pains, let him learn from him, and move forward. Um, you know, it could have been a situation like kind of like what we saw where McLeod maybe wasn't ready completely, but we all kind of knew that the quarterback competition was eventually going to end up with Jordan McLeod at quarterback, whether he started the first game or not. Uh, if I, I, I will say this, if you took the names off the jerseys, you would be able to make a very solid argument that Noah Fafita, based on spring, should be quarterback one. That's how good he's been. So to me, it's Fafita, Delora, those two guys, whatever order, I don't mind, and then McLeod. Uh, but McLeod has had his moments as well. If Arizona doesn't land Delora, I think Fafita starts the, the, the first game. I really do. And that's not because I think Jordan McLeod had a bad spring. I just think you gotta kind of see the potential in what you uh, in what you've got. All right. It looks like next question is Joji Barnes. How is Ken Burnett doing? Love that kid. He's still got to get a little stronger, and he's got to improve on the blocking. Um, but you know, like he said at Servite, he only had to block like thirty percent of the time. High school tight ends don't really have to block. No. <laughs> so unless they're running offense and it wasn't a running offense, but he's going to be that dude in the red zone. I don't think what we saw in the spring game was random where he's going to, there's going to be plays where, you know, he's got a mismatch in the red zone in Arizona scoring. Um, I could see a situation where he has uh, more, he has a few touchdowns this year. He is good. Like he, you know, Alex Lyons is bigger, stronger right now. Probably a little better blocker. I don't think blocking is Alex Lyon's strength. But by the end of the year, Burnett's going to be the clear tight end on the roster. Like, he's going to be the guy. Sorry. <laughs> I just got a cold dog nose on my foot there. I jumped. I scared Jason. This is serious. Get him out of here. Sorry. Okay. Focus. Um, Biggle-bow. Biggle-bow. Big Lebow, like Big, Big Lebowski show. I can't. I, I'm at an angle. Oh the L's God. look like eyes. You didn't get a brain burn, Shelby. You got oh, a no. hand burn. It, it is, it's like hurting, that too. Really mean. I'm sorry. Super fun time. Sorry. Uh, Big, Le, Big Lebow. JDL played like a legit Pac 12 starter last year. I was impressed by his play. He looked the part at. at W, I can't even read today. Washington State. Washington State. Oh my God, you're Does so drunk Does he still right look now. like that in our system so far? Yeah, so he's going to look different in the system overall, clearly. it's. A, I mean, look, it's a different system. Washington State was a spread you out. Uh, Jaden Delora was actually really funny the other day. We said, 
when uh, was the last time you had a tight end and he or played with a tight end and he said in Madden. Oh, so, wow. like, he literally, in high school, Washington State has never seen a tight end. So, like, it's a new thing for him. So he has to adjust the system. 50%, 60% of his snaps are under center. Washington State, it was 100% shotgun, right? So there's an adjustment period there. When he looks good, he looks really good. When he looks bad, it was like that interception in the spring game. But to be very clear, his looking bad is nowhere near what looking bad was last Last season. His looking bad is like he'll miss a throw here and there. He's still a really good quarterback. He's still, uh, you know, a a player that, uh, you know, I like, obviously, a lot. And and, and I know people are reading too much into the spring game and all that, um, but he's still a really good quarterback. You can't read too much in the spring game. There's no issue with him starting. He still has to adjust to a few things. But, yeah, he's going to be fine. Okay. Making sure I'm reading this one right. Sorry. Uh, Strom2800 is asking, any players you have seen that have surprised you on how they look? Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's... It's hard because it's so early. Yeah, so I'll go, I'll go through a few. How about that? Um, and kind of say a sentence on a few. So Ephesians Prysock was a guy that I thought would come in too skinny. Freshman corner. He's only listed at 174 pounds. Um, but he's a guy where he's ready to play right now. He's a little too skinny, but he's still ready to play and someone that I, I think gets in the game. Hunter Eccles has surprised me. He struggled at USC at times. He was really inconsistent. The guy gets a sack or a quarterback rush like every practice. I mean, he's the best pass rusher on Arizona if you just look at the spring. I didn't expect that because of his inconsistency. And again, it's the spring. Like, I don't know if this is going to carry on to games. And if it does carry on to games and Arizona – found a diamond in the rough type of deal um, because he's legitimately good. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Jeremy Mercier is the Utah transfer walk-on linebacker from Chandler. He's looked good. He's a thing, probably a rotation guy. Uh, Malik Reed has looked well. You know, he didn't play much last season. He stepped in and, and has looked good. Grayson Stovall at center. I mean, it's not easy for any freshman offensive lineman to step in at all. At any position, and what Grayson Stovall has done with the injury to Josh Baker uh, has been admirable. I think that he's looked good. Uh, my guy, Jonah Coleman, the darling of uh, the Arizona media at running back. I mean, he looks like he could start right now. He's just built 5'8", 216, he's listed. But, I mean, he is a rock. Like, he is a hard dude to bring down. Uh, he's impressed me a ton. Uh, I know I'm listening to a bunch of guys. Gunnar Maldonado. Uh, I think that he is finally playing a position that suits him well, where he doesn't have to guard too much or cover too much in space um, and can kind of, you know, play to to more to his strengths. Um, and other than that, you know, Kevin Green, wide receiver, freshman, I thought he would be good, but maybe not this good uh, this fast. So those are the guys that have kind of, um, you know, caught my eye, but there's more. I mean, they're they're fine. <laughs> they're fine. They're, they're all right. They're, they're all right. They're all fine. Okay. And finally, last question is from Zona Bill. Which unit is most improved from last year? I think the secondary. Well, there's two. I think the secondary looks great this spring. I think Jackson Turner has looked great. Like I said, Gunnar Maldonado is playing his strength. Christian Young looks great. 
Um, the cornerbacks have some death. Traden Stukes has been good. Isaiah Rutherford back up. Pry Sock. Isaiah Mays at corner has looked well, uh, you know, solid. Uh, I think that the secondary and then wide receivers, um, you know, I, the depth at wide receiver that Arizona has is insane. And like, I, I'm, I, again, I love Stanley, but he really would. T-Mac um, is having some freshman issues at times. And other times, like in the spring game, he looks like the best offensive player on the field. Jacob Cowing is impossible to cover with a safety. He is really, really good. Kevin Green, like I mentioned, Dorian Singer has looked fantastic. There is a major jump in that A.J. Jones is a freshman who's listed at like 6'2 or whatever. I think he, he, he plays like he's 6'9. Um, those two units, to me, are drastically improved. And, of course, you know, the easy answer uh, is quarterback. Quarterback. Quarterback is night and day to the point where it's like what's why are we even talking about last season's quarterback it's it's not the the same thing at all so uh overall yeah i mean there's there's plenty of improved units and uh you know it's a better team that's what happens you get, right. you get better Great players recruiting. Well, yeah. what did he wind up finishing with his recruiting was it 20th in the country yeah or? i mean look if Something you improve like recruiting and you get better players you're gonna have improved position groups it's pretty easy to figure out that's, there we go. So that's why we're going to hopefully win four at least this year and continue to improve and get the football program kind of back up and running again. I'm excited. I'm actually like, we're going to go to San Diego for the first game on, was it September 3rd this year? Uh, yeah, Labor Day. Labor Day weekend. That's going to be exciting. Um, yeah, we're I'm planning on going to a lot of games. Whoa, whoa, whoa. As long as you don't burn anything. Funny. So what we're going to do is we're going to go back to the basketball position groups, and we're going to do the same thing in football. We're, you know, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, offensive line, defensive line, quarterback, secondary, blah, blah, blah. Coaches that, blah, blah, blah. So we got a lot of podcasts coming. It, it is not the dog days. Spring ball is over. It is not the dog days. we got a lot of news, recruiting, all that. So Recruiting is always happening. You know what to do, Shelby. Hit it. Bear down. Oh, okay. Arizona. I was just saying thanks, everyone, for joining us. Oh, thanks, everyone, for joining us. <laughs> have a down. great night. Shelby, have you considered bringing a water gun to every Arizona football game and spraying opposing players? And then when asked why, just say, well, uh, remember the spring game? Yes, I think it set a really good precedent. Like water balloons and... I, Super soakers and you just all, spray the opposing quarterback. It's all justified now. Eat it, Lincoln Riley. We're coming for you. Boom.